Blog Talk Radio. Speaking to you live from New York City, and this is Sunday evening, November 17, 2013. Again, I thank you so much for tuning in with us this evening, and as we begin all shows, I give praise and homage to, to the one most high God, to our ancestors, to my family, my beloved mother-in-law, and my dear wife, and all of my siblings my dear daughter, Vanessa, and her family, and all of my um, network friends who tune in um, often and continually every Sunday. And, uh, of course, I, I, I just really feel that uh, this, these previous evenings, uh, Sundays, have been very special as we approach the winter saltas. Um, I'm reviewing the book titled Of Water and the Spirit, and I must also thank those of you who are tuning in, who are calling in, um, and in the chat room. Uh, those of you who are calling in, if you'd like to share your thoughts and comments, please press the number one button, and uh, that will indicate to me that you'd like to share some thoughts. So again, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And without any further ado, we're going to continue from where we left off last week. Uh, of Water and the Spirit is a book, one of a few books that were written by Dr. Malagoma Patrice Somme. Uh, my wife and I had the pleasure of, of meeting him on occasions, and at one time uh, he actually visited our home and stayed with us for uh, a few days while he was in New York City, and needless to say that was quite a rewarding and educational experience um, about him and his, uh, his village, uh, people in his village in Pakuna Fasal, and and also it made us aware more about ourselves as um, uh, man and woman 
of African descent. Uh, indeed, as Alice Walker states uh, in a footnote, like a curious and new quite unexpected expression of our ever creative nature, of water and the spirit is strange and also wonderful at the same time. Maladoma, who makes friends, the name of the meaning of Maladoma is one who makes friends with the stranger or the enemy, has kept faith with the ancestors and with his own heart. His journey is a simmering missing piece in the story of Earth. And then um, the uh, uh, statement by Robert Bly, we have often heard of ancient initiation, and here is a man who has experienced it in our time. The spiritual depth of African culture becomes clear. This will be the greatest autobiography published in 1994. And then um, Brother Haki uh, Mahabuti states, noted uh, writer, author, poet, an insightful, brave, and powerful autobiography of an exceptional life. Somme takes us where few outsiders have been into the soil, the heart, the mind, and the spirit of the Dagara people of Pakuna Faisal. And this telling of his journey has liberated him and enlightened us. I highly recommend this book and hopefully the wisdom of his life will be received as it is given with love. Indeed, um, Brother Maladoma, his presence, when you meet him and you're in his presence, he exudes this um, state of, of being at peace and being in a state of grace and love. So uh, that has something I did a, made a very insignificant impact on me as a as a man of African descent who is now an elder in, in, in the community in which I live in. And um, it called me the task to step up to the plate, as it were, to do the best I could to exemplify uh, all the traits that I saw in him and that I've seen in other men, and I include women also in my lifetime journey in this present incarnation on earth. I think that is something that we need to be mindful of, that we do stand on the shoulders of many heroes and sheroes who uh, exemplified the highest of, uh, level of, of, of consciousness and dedication and devotion to our community and to the world at large. So I'd like to just uh, delve more into the of water and the spirit, but before I go into specific uh, uh, segments of the book from where we left off last week, I thought it would behoove me if I uh, uh, shared with you a, 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 a um, quote or some segments of an article that I came across written by a Leslie Goodman. And uh, it, it's titled Between Two Worlds. Maladoma, we must iterate, was born in the West African nation of Burkina Faso. And his name was given to him by his villagers, uh, the villagers' elders before birth which is a custom that has been done for many years. And it's done, of course, in the Western Hemisphere, but we do not choose names based on the devening of uh, the astrological signs and other indicators to indicate the essence of the purposes of the soul that's about to be born. But in the African tradition, that is done. 
And malodoma, as I stated earlier, means one who makes friends with the stranger slash enemy, unquote. When Somi was a, a small boy, he was taken from his village by a Jesuit priest, and he was brought to a boarding school more than 100 miles away where the Jesuits were hoping to uh, build a cadre of African missionaries to help convert the native population in his, um, uh, in his country and village of Burkina Faso, Africa. Somi remained there for 15 years of education and indoctrination and various forms of physical and sexual abuse. He escaped at the age of 19 and managed to find his way back to his village where he was a stranger to his own people. Unable to speak the language, uneducated in the ways of his tribe, and an object of suspicion because of his Western education and ability to read and write, in a final attempt to reintroduce him to village life, he was sent on a month-long initiation with a group of other village boys, most of them younger than he. Somes survived the initiation and returned ready to assume the responsibilities of an adult male of the Dagara tribe. But shortly thereafter, the village elders told him that he would fulfill his destiny by living in the West as a teacher of African ways and wisdom. And they state, quote, you must go and let yourself be swallowed, unquote, they told him. We cannot survive if you stay here. So Same, Some traveled to Oguadogo, Burkina Faso, capital, where he earned a master's degree along with the scholarship to Sorbonne in France, where he earned another master's degree and a doctorate in political science before coming to the United States and enrolling in Brandeis University in Massachusetts. He graduated with a third master's degree and a PhD in English and American literature. Somay then taught at the University of Michigan at Ann Harbor. For the past 23 years, Somay has lived in the United States teaching workshops and conducting divinations and rituals and traditional Dagara ceremonies. And he is the author of several books, including his autobiography of Water in the Spirit, Ritual, Magic, and Initiation in the Life of African Shaman, uh, published by Penguin Publishers, The Healing Wisdom of Africa, Finding the Life's Purpose Through Nature, Ritual, and Community, and Ritual, Power, Healing, and Community, and several other books. And... Um, I must say that my wife and I first heard him speak together at uh, Long Island University, my alumni here in New York City. And uh, the first time I heard him, I wasn't married uh, at the time, was uh, at Harry Tubman uh, Junior High School in Harlem, New York. And when he first saw me, he stated to me that we have been waiting for you. And this might be something that he tells everyone that he meets, you know, especially a male uh, who might indicate that they are proactive and really an activist in the community. But then again, I felt a special type of uh, connection and that indeed he was not just saying this at random to me that we have been waiting. Because um, I, I have, I would say, a particular special relationship with him with his uh, deceased grandfather, who is now an ancestor 
As a matter of fact, my wife and I both feel a special connection. And when he came to visit us, he stated that uh, that he had uh, consulted on the set uh, on, at the moment instantaneously with the elders and uh, had accepted us into the family. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that my wife just walked into the studio. Hi, hon. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Sorry for coming in with a bang. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, if you're going to come in, yeah, there's no better uh, entry than entree than that is to uh, really, you know, uh, come in with the drums rolling. And, but uh, I was just sharing with the listening audience about how we met Mala Domi's soulmate together as husband and wife. And, oh, yes, and, at um, LIU. Yes, yes, yes. He was lecturing at LIU. Mm-hmm. And how he became a uh, guest um, at our home. Uh, okay, I see that we have a uh, a caller, and I believe your hand might be raised. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, as, as we were mentioning, uh, we had the pleasure of, of really connecting with him on many levels. One of the things I wanted to uh, uh, state from the interview that he gave with Leslie Goodman was that he talks about initiation, and I thought that the Spirit just told me that I should share this with you in terms of his uh, rationale for uh, sharing with those of us here in the West the importance of initiation. Uh, Goodman shares with uh, Somme, my, uh, on in the first page of your autobiography, you state, my elders are convinced that the West is, an endangered, as, is as endangered as the indigenous culture it has decimated, unquote. They sent you from your village into the white wilderness, in part to help save us. In what way is the West endangered, Goldman asks Somme. And Somme responds by saying, I learned from my grandfather that any person who sets out to hurt someone is actually more in need of attention than the person who is being hurt. So although the West was decimating my culture, the elders of my village recognized that the only way to address the issue was to understand the pain that was ailing the West. The desire to hurt someone or something comes from a kind of alienation from self and from nature, and can often be attributed to the lack of initiation. In Africa, I have seen entire families and households destroyed by colonialism, and it starts with the forced turning away from the traditions of the ancestors and an embracing of a new culture in the name of progress or development. The West has been very successful at destroying a society that once was fine. And Goodman goes on to, to ask a state, if, it is, if it's any consolation, we did it to ourselves first. The West turned away from its own indigenous traditions. Soma responds by saying, that's true, but the West's problem is no longer the problem of a single culture. It is now a world issue, and left alone, the indigenous cultures have been destroyed that have been destroyed will not necessarily remember how to get back to their roots. I have colleagues who are fully Dagara, yet they have no clue how to perform an initiation. They live in those islands of civilizations called Mission House, 
or government administration and know nothing of who they are. Most of them speak the Gara very purely, very poorly. And Goodman goes on to state, so how can people get back to their roots? Some responds by saying, it will have to start with the rediscovery of the rituals that were once the connecting rods between the living and the dead, between humans and the earth. It will require fine-tuning the ear to hear the subtle vibrations once more, enabling us to recognize when the sacred is around in order to show its greater respect. It will require a remembering of the practices that once kept the village and the tribe together. The only hope is that there are few people who have held on to the traditions. It is these few who have been pushed aside as having nothing to contribute, who might become teachers to those who are willing to journey back into the past in the interest of healing the future. So Goodman goes on to say, your initiation to the village life gave us your identity. In the West, we have gone generations without consciously initiating our young. What role should, should initiation serve in a functioning society, and what are we missing without it? Somi responds by saying, initiation means a, right, a, a rites of passage from one stage of life to another. The absence of formal initiation in the West is why young people create their own informal Initiations such as engaging in reckless and dangerous behavior, maybe drug addicts and alcoholics are trying to break into a different state of reality, as happens in true initiation. The problem is their initiations never end. In a functioning society, initiation rises awareness of life's purpose, and it is just oriented towards getting a job and making a living. We each need to have a personal mission that contributes to the well-being of the world, and finding one's purpose is the primary goal of initiation. It also teaches responsibility towards community, village, and culture. And the indigenous formula says that we all come into this world with a gift that we must give to the world. We must undergo initiation to discover what our gift is and how to share it. So, that's very, very profound, isn't it, honey? Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's very true. You know, when I think of the young people, many of them that, who are joining gangs, and when you join a gang, don't you go through an initiation process? So yes. it's, it's as Maladoma is saying, mm-hmm. if you grow up in a culture where initiation is not part of that culture, mm-hmm. people tend to, to do things to compensate for that lack of initiation. And it's interesting because they do these things almost instinctively. Mm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's in our DNA. It's in our DNA. On, on, many, on many levels. Wow. So let's go on to share with you uh, what Goodman has, the conversation that he has with uh, Somme. Goodman says that in a Western school system, we eliminate, or should I say, we educate children to become employable adults, but not to fulfill their own destiny. And so may responds by saying that both approaches, indigenous and Western, focus on gifts and purpose. But the indigenous also aims to maintain the person's identity. Traditional initiation protects the integrity of the individual in order to maximize the chance of that individual's gift coming out. 
modern society heavily emphasizes survival and material success. And as a result, Western education fails to take into account the core human being. People in the West have forgotten or never learned how to perform an initiation that serves individual identity as well as purpose and gift. Once upon a time, the West was indigenous. What happened to that path and those teachings? Was the West indigenous path so bad that it had to be destroyed and replaced by Newtonian perception? How could it be that a path that served for so many thousands of years is now irrelevant? There is a fundamental flaw in the radical rejection of part of past practices in the name of civilization. To return to the old practices that are nature-based and that open the door to experiencing the magic and beauty of this world, we must de-emphasize commercial consumerism and re-emphasize spirit. A lot of young people I work with come alive when the spirit is present. They can be themselves and show their genius. So one of the things I, I, I'm attempting to do at this show, Grassroots Holistic Health, is to be a facilitator, to be a vehicle, as it were, for the ancestors, for those who have the knowledge on a higher level than I do, who are teachers, who are my mentors and teachers, either immediately in my present life uh, or from afar, is to tap into that realm of consciousness and to the best of my ability to uh, convey this information, to convey this spiritual essence of awareness through this program and hopefully to inspire others to do the same. So again, I thank those of you who tune in uh, every week to share this uh, program with others in your, in your sphere, in your circle, and hopefully um, in this coming uh, uh, continuum of this decade, by the year of 2020, uh, we will be uh, actually going into 2025, the first quarter of this, of this century that we're in, that we will be on course. Uh, I believe that we are, and that's one of the reasons why I'm alive and I'm reading this, reviewing this book uh, because of the, uh, the in instructions and the inspiration of the ancestors uh, coming forth through our brother, uh, Maladome Patrice Somme. Uh, so Goodman just asked, in the last few minutes, I'm going to just share this with you. It's really exciting. Uh, and very informing. Uh, Goodman asks Somme, he says, how do you introduce young people to the sacred? And Somme responds by saying, I use ancient indigenous rituals based on the elements. For example, a water ritual for cleansing old wounds and conflicts, it might look like a Christian baptism, but there's a higher level of intensity. It gives people access to a layer of themselves that they didn't know exist. Why don't Western religions give young people this experience, Goodman asks. And Somi responds by saying, my sense is that most religion has become too dogmatic and led by concern for empty ceremony. True ritual is controlled by the spirit. Organized religion 
alienates a lot of young people who hunger to go into the wild, unpredictable space and experience another dimension of consciousness. And Goodman asks, well, what are some initiation rituals you use successfully with young people in this country? And someone responds by saying, a successful initiation involves three parts, a separation, an ordeal of some kind, and a homecoming. We might take the individuals into the woods and leave them alone to face the uncertainty of whether they'll make it out. In other words, he's talking about whether they'll come out of this alive. And then he goes on to say, or we might bury them up to their neck in the sand so that they face extreme discomfort, intense emotions, visions, and even hallucinations. And Goodman responds by saying, you mentioned that young people in our culture create their own initiation rituals by abusing drugs, joining gangs, and even going into the military. And Somi responds by saying, yes, but the final stage, homecoming, is missing from such, in, such informal initiations. Separation and ordeals happen to just about everyone in this culture. Homecoming requires recognition and acknowledgement that the person has survived, and most people don't get this, which causes them to go back into the ordeal. That's what I see in the case of veterans. They go through a war, and then they come home, and there is no community to welcome them with open arms, so they re-enlist. And it's not really viable to think of formal initiation without community support. Not a lot is required. All people need to be held, to be told that they, they're safe now, that they have arrived home, and an adequate homecoming doesn't have to be a big feast and celebration. What people need is someone willing to create a space for them in which they can be seen, honored, and praised for what they have been through. The psyche knows when a homecoming is genuine. So that says a lot in terms of us being able to recognize those in our community who have gone through some type of initiation and to um, applaud them and, and acknowledge that they have taken the time to go through a arduous and rigorous test of faith and courage and insight. And I, I encourage that uh, those of you who may not know from my website, which is drumsofchange.com, you can go to my site and purchase the book, all the books that I review in my, in my show. But A Water in the Spirit can be purchased on my website. Uh, that's www.drumsofchange.com. And I also invite you to go to my health-oriented site, which is worldwidehealthandwealthmovement.com. I repeat, that's worldwidehealthandwealthmovement.com. And at that site, uh, we have various uh, um, uh, supplements, food supplements that can help you to uh, live, to optimize your health and to facilitate your body so that it can heal itself. I must say also that I'm not a medical doctor. I don't have any letters after my name, which uh, uh, allows me to uh, support um, emphatically the results of anything that I recommend on my show in terms of health products, but uh, my wife and I do uh, 
practice vegetarianism. I've been a vegetarian for over 25 years and my wife for over six years. And um, that's another uh, another uh, story in the future that I can share with you in terms of the benefits of really optimizing um, your your health in terms of practicing good food and diet uh, habits. So we have a few minutes remaining, and um, I will continue next week reviewing uh, of Water in the Spirit, and I will also delve into his other book titled The Healing Wisdom of Africa. Uh, we look forward to uh, sh- sharing your evening with us again next Sunday, and of course, please spread the word. I end as I begin by paying homage to our ancestors, to the God Most High, to um, my lovely wife, my mother-in-law, my siblings, my dear daughter, and her family, and all of my friends throughout the network community through cyber, cyberspace, and those who are immediately in my life, uh, person to person on this Mother Earth. I say salam, assalamu alaikum, all my relations, peace and love, hetepu, namaste, and I trust that you will have a prosperous and loving and joyful week to come. Thank you for attending.